Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? As the Olympics comes to a close, it's the beginning of the end for NBCSN, which NBC plans to shutter this year. Motorsports has been a mainstay of NBCSN's programming, and the shutdown will continue the transition of sports to USA Network and the Peacock streaming service. On Sunday, August 8th, NBCSN will have a NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader. The Cup Series will run Watkins Glen Road Course at 3 p.m. Eastern as IndyCar takes it to the streets of Nashville at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Dario Franchitti, a three-time Indy 500 winner and four-time IndyCar champion, will serve as Grand Marshal for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Franchitti, who lived in Tennessee when he was married to actress Ashley Judd, says the city has grown while staying true to its racing roots, led by founder, president, and CEO of Big Machine label group Scott Borchetta. I think Nashville's changed a lot since since I lived there. It's grown incredibly when i was there earlier this year i was i was shocked at everything from the moment you get to the airport to just the, the suburbs going out is it's become a much bigger city um and it's got a big passion for cars and so i think you tie those two together it's become a destination as well i mean you know all kinds of weekend things from all over the world people going hey we're going to go to nashville for a week we're going to go to nashville for our our bachelor party, we're going, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's it's become that destination as well. And then when you tie in the music side of things, which I think you know Scott Borchetta is able to do better than anybody because he's a racing nut, and obviously he's got massive horsepower in the, in the music business. When you tie those things together, it's it's just a win-win. Um, I think it's going to be a tremendous event. Frankini notes it's a return to Nashville for IndyCar, which ran Nashville Super Speedway. He mentions that facility landing a NASCAR Cup Series race, which was run earlier this summer, has helped put the city on the racing map and paired well with off-track lifestyle opportunities to make for big events. You had the, the Speedway out there, and, and that, that was that kind of thing, the good IndyCar date didn't race terribly well just because of maybe the shape of the track but it was well supported and it was kind of that thing if they could just get a cup date that would really lift the 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 speedway out there but just being i used to go to cars and coffee events all the time there and you could see the passion for all types of cars um and types of racing too and so yeah it definitely was untapped and like i say it's the, the, the city's only grown i mean massively since since i was there um you know pretty much a decade ago so yeah, it's it's nice to see um, that um, you know that, that that sort of untapped potential being being realised, and I think we'll, I think this is it, it, as I say, I think it's going to be a, a cracking event as in a race, but I think off track too, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, which is I think, equally as important to make for the longevity of the event. NBC analyst and NASCAR Hall of Famer Dale Earnhardt Jr. discusses the three venues in Nashville the street course, the super speedway, and the historic fairgrounds. With country music star Brad Paisley, Dale Jr. hosted NBCSN's opening cup race in June. Following Frankiti's lead, he says off-track events like the cup season-ending banquet make a lot of sense for Nashville and racing. It's such a unique track compared to the fairgrounds and obviously the street course for, for the IndyCar. I think the way that... Um, you know, physically, they're all different. They're all going to provide a different type of entertainment, a different style of race. And uh, 
and I think that there's there's the town's big and you know there's enough energy and enough entertainment to go around for everybody so i you know i think it i think you know a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing and 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 each uh the success from each event is a plus for the the rest of them you know so um they each can learn off each other and play off each other and and so i don't see how it can't work i think it is pretty interesting how all this uh all this everybody's going to nashville yeah all the all the, you know, the indycar and nascar everybody's kind of coming to nashville and, and focusing on nashville holding in on nashville as a as a place to to be i think it's a long time coming to be honest with you it should have happened it should you know it should have happened years and years ago. We should be, you know, Nashville's a great fit. Um, the town does have a lot of energy. When we were there in, uh, um, when we were doing the burnout on the boulevard, you, that was, that was a moment for me when I was up, I was upstairs in one of those buildings looking out the window, watching all that happen. And it was clear as, as day that, this was a great relationship and a part great partnership with NASCAR in the city of Nashville. And it made, it just felt normal. Right. And so it didn't even feel new. It felt like an old friend and, 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 and a buddy you hadn't hung out with in a long, long time. Um, so I, I like it a lot and I hope, I love the fact that we're celebrating our champion there. Vegas was a great time. New York was a great time. Very long way to go, but still a lot of fun anytime you can get to Vegas. But um, Nashville, to me, can provide and 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 be that same experience to where we feel like that, you know, the, the crowning of the champions is the most important day in the sport, in my opinion, where we celebrate the year and we acknowledge all of the things that happened in our sport in that one night. And um, and I think that the fit for the city is a good one, and and we need to be racing there. We need to have our product there, and so now that's happening. All of this seems to be coming full circle. It all makes sense to me. Before this summer, it had been 37 years since Nashville hosted a cup race. Another NASCAR Hall of Famer, Bill Elliott, remembers racing there. He and Fox analysts and two-time Daytona 500 champion Michael Waltrip talk about racing at the fairgrounds back then and again in last month's SRX finale. Waltrip mentioned Speedway Motorsports Incorporated's hopes of staging a cup event at the short track. I mean, the fairgrounds, I think, would be a great venue. I mean, like I said, we I remember going there in the, in the early 80s and running our cup stuff there then to a packed house. And, and it was, it was a cool place to race. I mean, it was just so much fun for us. And, uh, but, you know, there on the uh, flip side is, is where we end up being with, with the SRX, it's going to be a, a question of how it's, how it's perceived and how, how things go, I guess. And it could be a stepping stone to, to, to grow it farther. Yeah. I would like to think NASCAR cup cars would race at the fairgrounds again. I think that would be a, a marquee event um, because of the history, because of the city. And I think, I think NASCAR as a whole led in conjunction with Marcus Smith and SMI are looking at racing as more 
maybe more of an event, if you will, where, you know, you go to a cool track, like we're going down in Texas at Coda. Um, there's talk of street races that could be part of the schedule. If you think about Nashville and, and country music, that's, that's, that's our demographic. That's, that's our, that's our fan base. And, um, having a race that, you know, with, with, with a concert prior and, you know, and, and post-race partying, <laughs> that just sounds like a pretty good weekend to me of, of racing. And I hope, <laughs> I hope they're able to figure it out. I know there's, there's some opposition to it, which you're going to have that in this world. Um, but, but I think, I think, um, a, a NASCAR cup race at Nashville once or twice a year certainly should be strongly considered because of like Bill said, the interest and, and the, the fans that would show up to support it. Bill's son, reigning Cup Series champion Chase Elliott, won that SRX finale at the fairgrounds. He says a big reason to race there was to advocate for more racing at the facility. There were two factors to this for me. Number one was having a chance to race with Dad and, and Tony, um, you know, two guys I've looked up to my entire life. Um, and then to go and, and support the, the fairgrounds is a big topic of conversation over the last couple of years. And I feel like if you're a driver and you support that and you support the idea of, of NASCAR going back to the fairgrounds, well, if you have an opportunity to go support it, then go do that and, and go show, go show support in person, go be there, go race, go, go show the community of Nashville, um, what the racing community as a whole, not NASCAR, not SRX, what the racing community as a whole can bring to that city uh, in a positive light. And, and the best way to do that is to go and compete in a race and be there, show it firsthand, um, enjoy a, a good, fun Saturday night with uh, with the people of Nashville and try to put on a good show. And, and I think that's the best way to do that. So absolutely, it's definitely a, a topic in my head. Um, and I hope I hope this weekend continues to add to the conversation and the positivity of what a what a cup race would do for for that city and um, and how much fun it could be. Two more NASCAR Hall of Famers and champions, Tony Stewart and Ray Evernham, brought SRX to life this summer, and it's no coincidence that the season ended at the fairgrounds. The track brings back great memories for both while offering a great place to race in the future. I can tell you from the driver's standpoint, I'm excited about it. The last time I was there was in a dirt sprint car racing on the Legends car track that they covered with dirt. But uh, to run the full-size track, uh, that was one of the very first races uh, that I ran in my NASCAR career in the Xfinity Series. So uh, it was a lot of fun then. I can only imagine how much fun we're going to have with it now. And uh, obviously Nashville is a great town uh, to, to not only race at, but obviously, you know, with country music and all the star power around Nashville. From uh, the standpoint of why it ended up on our, our series, exactly what Tony was saying, you know, with Nashville is such an incredibly historic track that has made such a huge difference in auto racing, certainly in that part of the country. I've been going down there for several years. It, the track is just, um, it's got that look to it that you want. The covered grandstands, you know, you can almost hear some of, uh, I call them the ghosts of the past there, whether it's the, uh, the music uh, industry or some of the great drivers that have gone there. The track allows for side-by-side -side racing. You're gonna have to take care of your tires there and it's gonna bring in the stars. There's gonna be something really magical about our championship uh, being done there. So 
It'll be good racing. It'll be the fastest place that we go to. Uh, top speeds there will probably be a little bit higher than anywhere else that we're going, but the cars really behave themselves well. And, and again, I think in that Nashville market, you're going to see those grandstands packed. CBS Sports Chairman Sean McManus says the fairgrounds is a perfect venue for television, while Bruin Sports Capital founder and CEO... SRX founding partner and former NASCAR chief operating officer George Pine credits Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation president Butch Spiridon with racing's Music City Renaissance. From a television standpoint, it's the perfect way to end our series. Um, anytime you hear the, the word fairgrounds, you think of um, great historic and traditional racing, and it's pure Americana. And, um, you know, I think this... Um, this series has a very international flavor um, in many ways, but it's also um, really an American, uh, an American product. And to be, you know, at these historic tracks and to be at the at the fairgrounds and to be in a city which is as great as Nashville is, I think is great. I think it's um, it's a dream come true from a television production standpoint, and I think it's going to be a, just a just a great way to uh, to end the series. I just throw in Butch at the tourism board there. Um, they they approached us. They were progressive. They're aggressive. They've been great partners. And they uh, there's no uh, doubt in my mind that the leadership in that city, who has been great to work with, is a big part of that city's success and why it's one of the most popular places in, in America. They've been uh, fantastic to work with. On the eve of its Nashville event, IndyCar and NBC Sports announced an extension of their partnership that will see more races on broadcast television, and Peacock will get two races and a lot of other on-track activity. Penske Entertainment Corporation President and CEO Mark Miles explains the reasons behind the partnership and details what the future will look like. You see both a a strong commitment to growing the traditional linear audience. Uh, No better way to do that than through more races being on broadcast uh, on a broadcast platform of NBC. But also, this deal has shows an eye toward the future growth. And the role of Peacock in this is really, really important and shouldn't be, uh, should be understood. So just really quickly to summarize the terms or to relist the terms, you know, the current agreement provides that NBC will show eight uh, net races on network they found the opportunity to go beyond the agreement currently and to show nine this year, plus Indy 500 qualifying. The new agreement provides that there'll be 13 plus Indy car, uh, uh, sorry, Indy 500 mile race qualifying. It's a huge increase in audience in and of itself and uh, the foundation, I think, for, for this agreement. Um, all 15 of, of so, so there's the 13 NBC races, then there'll be the plan is for two on USA. John may speak to the USA platform and their strategy there. And then two uh, that will be exclusively streamed on Peacock. The Peacock will also stream everything. So all 17 races, a Peacock customer can go to and watch every race live on their phone, on their pad, wherever they, they wish. And, and our fans want that. Our traditional fans want that. So I think it's a really important element um, and gives us the opportunity to answer the call of the traditional fans while having an opportunity to recruit or to attract more younger fans as well. Peacock will not only have all of the 
17 races is currently planned, um, but they'll have the open tests, practice and qualifying for the IndyCar series, and they'll have the same practice qualifying and races for Indy Lights. So it really, it will be the one-stop platform for those who uh, want to connect to IndyCar racing online. NBC Sports Group executive John Miller says IndyCar's ratings and competitive racing helped seal the deal for the network. We think it's a a growing property. Our numbers following this year's Indy 500 were the highest since 2016, the 100th anniversary. The overall ratings growth 30% year over year of IndyCar. Um, You don't see a lot of sports throwing up uh, that kind of increase anywhere. Uh, so we felt very fortunate that we were with the right partners and with the right people uh, between Roger and Greg Penske's leadership and, and Mark's steady hand on the wheel. We've really watched the best racing out there continue to grow and get better. Miller also credits IndyCar's aggressive approach to programming during the pandemic as a factor. Mark and IndyCar were among the first um, sports groups to react when we realized that we were going to be in jeopardy. Um, in 2020 on our scheduling. And I think the, uh, the fact that they moved as quickly as they did enabled us to get a great window for the 500 in late August, which, uh, which turned out well. We were able to get all the races rescheduled in the favorable time periods. But I think our being able to work so closely together really set the table for where we are today. Another appealing feature for Miles is exposure for IndyCar's biggest events on Telemundo Deportes. I think it's important that we're able to announce that uh, NBC Universal's Spanish language sports platform, Telemundo Deportes, will, will air the, the first race of the championship each year, the Indy 500 and the finale, and maybe someday even more. So I think that, that reflects increased Spanish-speaking U.S. uh, fan interest in IndyCar. Points leader, Indy 500 runner-up, and Spanish driver Alex Pillow says that he and Mexican driver Pato Ward, who sits second in the standings, are excited about racing on Telemundo Deportes. That's amazing for for both Pato and I and for uh, all the Hispanic drivers, I think. Uh, We're going to get more people um, looking at the races, um, there's a lot of people that would be really interested. I think we saw that uh, with with Pato especially uh, because he has so many followers from from Mexico. And I think giving uh, more people the opportunity to watch the races live and and the big races. I mean, everybody that even if you're not super into racing, you want to see the first race, the 500, and the season finale. So I think it's a it's a good combo to start. Um, and I would love to see in, in the future, like um, um, to, to, to see that everybody is able to, to watch uh, all the races. But it's a really good thing for me um, and, and good thing for the sport, I think. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem. H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.